Oh, I know that sound. Hello, this is the Poldark Fancast, a podcast created by us to discuss all things Poldark. We are your hosts. I'm Michelle. I live in the States. You can find me on Tumblr at Poldark Muses, and I tweet at Musings. And my name is Rita. I live in England. I Tumblr at Princess of Poldark, and I tweet at Rita Bites. This is a commentary track for episode 6 of season 2 of the 1970s Poldark Saga. Now, last time we watched an episode, Dwight and Caroline were reunited. Super cute. There was a mm-hmm. whole Ricketts drama a blendy. And uh, <laughs> George basically shook Agatha to her death, which totally ruined her birthday party. Oh. I hate it when that happens. Oh. Yeah. So, ooh, we've got lots of candles being lit at uh, Warlegan Central. Because who can remember the name of this house? Never. I, I, uh, Pen- Penrice. Oh, yeah, Pen Noodles. <laughs> ooh, George, you're looking mighty Draculish <laughs> today. Oh, what the hell? Oh, the Ricket drama is over. What is that? <laughs> I think it's some kind of witch that's spinning on a broomstick. Okay. Maybe that's some kind of dig at Agatha. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. This random ass maid is in loads of scenes. <laughs> Where did you come from? She is very busy. Oh, look at this kid in his little body. The <laughs> great big blue bow. <laughs> oh, God. I feel <sighs> Elizabeth's going to do some fuckery. She's thinking about fuckery instead. Uh-huh. You stay Ooh. away from doctors, Elizabeth. Nothing good comes <laughs> from this. No. Meanwhile, Draculish skulks around downstairs. He's like, he's like, can I shake somebody to death, Doctor? Is that a... <laughs> what? Why are they worried about Elizabeth? I know, right? It's never good when George talks to anybody either. No, it isn't. Did they just have the front door open, or...? Yeah! Sure looked like it. Weird. Nobody does that in England. It's cold. Just remembered that he's super uh-huh. angsty about oh, what they had a fire room, but the front door open. I'm sorry, this is the wrong <laughs> thing to focus on, but it is confusing. George is doing George is doing his best Sherlock Holmes impression. 
Who's his Watson in this scenario, Tom Harry? <laughs> kind of. Oh, he's just so <laughs> helpful with the information. Yeah, well, sometimes they do. Ugh. <sighs> Nobody remembers that shit. You are so right about the Dracula vibes. His eyes are so dark. He looks a bit like a goth kid. I know. It's really weird. He's like, well, you must remember what the child looked like. Uh, do you not remember what the child looked like? You were there too. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're trying to pit the doctors against each other. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Ooh, shade. I always liked Behenna. He was kind of slightly judgy about Ozzy in the books. Mm-hmm. Remember when he was like, shut the fuck up, Ozzy. Yeah. Terrible doctor, but more right human. Unlike Pasco, who is terrible as a doctor and as a human. Oh, I don't mean Pasco. What's the name of the doctor? Yes, save the tales. I'm really distracted by her. This is so much exposition. Mm-hmm. But I can't wait for that wedding. Whoop, whoop. Everybody loves buttons as a present. Mm-hmm. Buttons. <laughs> They're beautiful buttons. <laughs> Hmm? Oh. Elizabeth finally caught a clue. Mm-hmm. Came over this bell ringing, make it stop. Mm. 
Hmm. Oh, I love the sound of church bells like that. It's okay for like a couple minutes. Oh, the wedding! Oh my goodness! Look at that beautiful dress. So fluffy, though. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that a muff? Polar bear. That's a giant muff. Why is she wearing white? I mean, not to be that person, but... White... (laughs) but White only became a wedding dress colour in the Victorian era. Oh. I hate that I know these things, but it's just not right. It's a bigger deal than it was in the 2015 version. Look at all these people. Oh, yes. Francis Bassett. Oh, God, Ozzy and Moana. Claire! Ugh. I think the fuzzy muffs must be in. Like, everyone's carrying one. Yeah. I guess it's supposed to be, like, li- oh. Oh. Guess who? Is that supposed to be Hugh? Yeah. He doesn't look a Fuck. thing like he used to. Oh my god, calm down. Ugh. He looks so foppy. I mean, he's he's a young fop. Terrible poetry. Yeah. But yeah, he doesn't look anything like he did during The Rescue. Oh my god, Elizabeth, what is that on your head? (laughs) She has an ostrich on her head. It looks like three dozen ostriches that have, like, got (laughs) matted together after some kind of road accident. (laughs) That's the same church, right? The new series, because it's right next to the ocean. Yeah, I think it is. Oh, they're throwing rice at them in the carriage? <laughs> what the Yes. Fuck? That just seems like an accident waiting to happen. Bye! <laughs> Go have sex! <laughs> and they're going in a hurry. Oh, look at all the sheep running oh, away. Watch, like, watch ah! the sheep. Watch the sheep. I bet you did. He barely met him. Yeah, but he was already giving her, like, heart eyes. I know. Who doesn't love that from her man? That's how I sit in chairs. Get it, Demelza. my god. <laughs> this is too much exposition. Mm-hmm. Get drunk, Demelza! <laughs> yes! Scold him! He is a child.
The vibe is getting sexier. Yep, look, Ooh, told you. Bow, chicka, wow, wow. There was candles, there was booze, mm-hmm. it was bound to happen. Meanwhile, the vibe here is very platonic. <laughs> I wonder what George reads. Something about money, obviously. I feel like if he existed now, his favourite stories would be like Wolf of Wall Street, (laughs) Bonfire of the Vanities. Yes. Yes. Are you going to go to sleep? Does he have his bow in his hair? (laughs) Yes. I just can't understand how these two humans go to bed together. Mm -hmm. I feel like he should be going to sleep in a coffin. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, God. I did not need that. Wow. It's Aussie horribleness. Sweaty and tired. Oh, my God. Oh, Marwenna. Oh, more one. She looks like she's about to throw up. And I don't blame you! You. I would just stay on the window seat for the rest of the night if I were you. Oh, he will treat her. Mm -hmm. Maybe not gently. He will groom a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. I've got one word for you, Osborne Whitworth. Pedophile. He would be in jail. Mm-hmm. How would she know? She's awfully chatty. <laughs> I know, same was <laughs> born, same. <laughs> oh, fuck off. He can't save you now. Oh, no. Demel's is back in her. Weird, weird bandana face.
Don't you love it when a house comes with an anvil? Mm-hmm. My current working theory is that Ross is doing this just to get him six miles away. Of <laughs> course, cool, she's crossed that out. <laughs> I believe he was attempting to kill himself, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rip that bandana off her head. Oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, but remember oh, Sam? That's a nice smile. Yeah, but when the fuck does he do anything for Sam? <laughs> He's got the the um chapel on well, the land. Well, to both of them. That is some really strange Whoa, she, she doesn't look like she's holding up very well on that horse. I've got to say, Eleanor Tomlinson looks better on her yeah. horse. Oh, yeah. They're going too fast. Oh, God, those poor sheep. <laughs> oh, meanwhile, we have a carriage. Oh my god, that would just make me ill. I can't believe that carriage is going so fast on such a s crappy road. Mm -hmm. The suspension on that thing must be buggered. <laughs> this is a very big blacksmith. Mm -hmm. They look so exhausted. <laughs> yeah, no. They're like, like oh my god. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> It's a really nice property. Yeah, he doesn't deserve it. I can't wait till somebody bounces it down. I mean, it's... Oh! Nobody dies, it's <laughs> fine. Okay, fine, go away now. Meanwhile... Meanwhile <laughs> the carriage that's going hell-bent for leather. Is that... Roella? It must be. I love the fanfare that's playing, like, Here mm -hmm. comes the teenage girl <laughs> Who's about to mess up Ozzy's world I cannot wait. Oh, jeez! It looks like it's about to tip over. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't feel like anybody knows that what they're doing with this job. Oh my god, it <laughs> is the girl from Willy Wonka. <laughs> hey, it's the girl from Willy <gasps> Wonka. Oh my right god. Right in the face, she has the same face. It's really fucked me up. I'm like, you're, you're a child. Oh my god. Get ready for this child to be molested. Oh, that's a really no. beautiful house. It really it's is. It's the wrong thing to focus on, but you know, I wouldn't. 
Ooh, swans. Well, it ought to be a gorgeous house since, you know, Ozzy basically extracted blood from George to help pay for it. I wonder if he pays for the swans to be shipped in. Hmm. They do not look related. Not at all. Oh my god. Why am I team Elizabeth? Hmm. Ugh. It's kind of weird that they've sent for her before she's even had a baby, but okay. I know. Do you think she's going to have a kid in this version? <laughs> or are they going to be nicer to her? Thicker? <laughs> Thicker? Oh my god, when and where will we see those girls? Never? Are they hiding in the same attic as all of Russ's children? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the children's attic. Papa? I've forgotten who he is. Stiff arms. Tom Harry, sir. Oh, they got rid of Tom Harry. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Convenient. Seems random as hell. This is Tom Harry 2.0. They only just got Tom Harry like two episodes ago and now they've already got rid of him. <laughs> Rouse. Well, it's like pen rice, you know, everything's sort of ricey. George is still at his detective work. Imagine if he was actually trying to solve a crime. Like, I would watch that. That would be like a fun <laughs> show. <laughs> He'd be kind of like Bruce Wayne in that he is rich, douchey. Mm -hmm. He has that kind of pale, <laughs> rich person look. <laughs> Oh, let's see. Elizabeth's gowns are gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, look at that wrap. It's almost worth marrying George just for the clothes. <laughs> you know, I'm being ironic, but yeah. Not really. Mm -hmm. You know, I would consider it if I lived in that era. I like nice things. 
and living in poverty just for some love. <laughs> Elizabeth is as confused as everybody. Boy, he is doing passive-aggressive like crazy. He is the queen of passive-aggressiveness. Yes. He's outdoing 2015 Namelza. Uh-huh. This is a very small table for a rich person. I'm used to very long mm -hmm. tables. Oh, for oh, meanwhile. Sake. Uh -huh. Look at that pineapple in oh the middle of the table. God. Think mm -hmm. about how long that took to ship to them. I know, Probably right? Really and disgusting. Hugh is. Oh, ooh. oh my God. Calm no. the. Fuck Stop it. Down. Why is she just already into it? I know, right? He's not even like that cute. He's not cute enough for this. Uh -uh. I love <laughs> Caroline so much. <laughs> this guy's wig is insane. Wow. Massive curls on the you wig. You would think that he had rollers in his wig. Mm-hmm. I feel like Demelza is giving that guy heart eyes. And it's like correlating with the downgrade in her hair quality, so... Yes, let's not worry about war. Let's go for a walk. Exactly. Because I'm just a silly lady. What do I know? Do it, Ross. There's a man trying to get on your woman. He's like one of those... Horny dogs that just humps everything he sees. <laughs> what is she actually wearing? I have no idea. She's being. Oh my god, Demel's like, get a grip. <laughs> I just want to like get a one of those spray bottles and spray water on them. Like, calm down. <laughs> yeah, but what the fuck is she wearing? I don't know. 
Yeah, don't take his stuff seriously, please. <laughs> because, damn. I hate him less than I hate 2015 version, though. Because he's so posh that it's almost borderline cold. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, what the fuck? No, I just keep, like, new things in her outfits keep confusing me. Um. <coughs> Oh, dude. Why is she wandering off the path with him? This is very slutty by the standards of the time. Oh, 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 damn. You dropped the S word. It's such an intimate tone. They're just running through the garden together. Oh, yes. like. What? This is so dull. <laughs> it's like we're up here worrying about his wife and he's just sat there chill talking about politics. <laughs> As you know, but, you know, I'm going to tell you how the voting system here works. This sounds reasonable to me, but Ross hates it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Then again, mm -hmm. Ross, don't trust anybody with a wig like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Pretty>. <laughs> Oh my god, Demelza. You've gone from somebody I love to somebody I ridiculed just by wearing that handkerchief as a shawl. Oh god. Caroline. <laughs> Dwight is always right. There's a reason that Dwight didn't write rhyme-ish. <laughs> he seems completely fine. 
<laughs> of course they are. We can't see the children. <laughs> that would be crazy. Yes. None of that. Aww. Aww. Ah, young love. I think they're going to gossip about Hugh. He looks fine. <laughs> In that outfit, I don't think so. Uh -huh. Hugh? Whatever made you think? Hugh? Is it that I've been eye-fucking him for most of today. <laughs> Meanwhile, over at the blacksmith shop, which still looks much oh, the look, same. Oh, look, they've conveniently moved into a set. <laughs> the lighting. <laughs> Don't do it, Sam. He'll drag you down with him. I, lo I love the arms akimbo move. <laughs> I want you, Sam. <laughs> oh my god, calm down. I said no! Oh my god! <laughs> what a weird time to choose to put an animal noise. Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, what the fuck? Well, lucky here. Here's your favorite girl. Not feeling it. wandering around semi-clothed like it's like freezing outside meanwhile <laughs> he just checked her out he sure did he's also concerned yeah. that you're uh. gonna catch a cold <laughs> what is with her voice Uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome by all. This is longer than they ever got to talk in the modern version, but I'm just not I know. sold on her. Nobody asked you, Drake. Clock 
close your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> Go on, Sam. <laughs> Yay! He is literally running after her. Oh, at least that was fun. How are you able to even work in that mess, Drake? Uh, you know, good lord. He's not even bothering to tidy the place up. Mm hmm. He carried one box in and was like, eh, this will do. Oh, oh, oh my. Stop raping <laughs> your wife, please. You're a heavy man. <laughs> Heavy. <laughs> he looks so insulted. He's actually not that big. No. Don't rape her. <laughs> forthwith <laughs> this is an amazing what? episode I am shook I know <laughs> He's really turning it up to eleven. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> yeah, he's also giving me Winnie the Pooh vibes. <laughs> uh huh. He's just been told he can't have any more honey. <sighs> oh god, you shouldn't have walked in the room. Oh. Run away. She's not flirting with him or like giving no. any kind of vibes like, hey, I'm here. But he is oh, thinking it. Uh-huh. Oh, look at them oh, frolicking. frolicking. Look at them. They're gambling through the wood. What the fuck? <laughs> She's cute. Licorice. Licorice? I know. I just can't get over her 
accent or her fake accent. It's like, ugh. Oh, but this is really nice. Make out! Okay, yeah, I'm totally invested in, like, hooking up. I mean, this is really nice. They're holding hands! I know! Ugh. <laughs> what the hell is this? Oh, he's standing Tom Harry. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, he's mine now. Literally, what the fuck? She drank. This is really dramatic. <laughs> but it's nice to watch Sam having fun. Frolic free, Samuel. I know. It's really nice. Well, so isn't it winter? What the hell's happening with the... That's what I was saying. It's like everybody's running around with muffs on and, oh, it's freezing in here and blah, blah, blah. And she's just... Seems, beep, 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 beep. seems really sunny. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Why would they be meeting there? I don't know. Oh. Why is she wearing such terrible outfits around him? I know. I think subconsciously she's trying to stay like... Uh-huh. Maybe stay away from me. I'm not attractive. Look at this weird shawl. It's ugly. Ban it. Yes. Okay, he knows what's up. Ross is like, uh-huh. God, he lacks any kind of charisma. Go away, basically. For your sake, because get the fuck out, man. It's just like, yeah, I can't wait for you to leave. Mm-hmm. You and your magnolias can leave. Oh, who cares? Look at the lip gloss on Demelza. Ugh. <laughs> so slippy slidey. <laughs> Demelza's like, ooh, you lying! 
Takes one to know, Wonder Moser. Meanwhile, here comes George. Again, this is summer. He even hunches his back when he's writing. He's got the tightest neck muscles on the planet. Because he's just so tense. Because my money, my problems. <laughs> Literally, why was this man hiding? You're on Wollongong land. I know. Who is going to, like, bother you? Tab by name? Tab by nature? I don't know where I was going with that. He's like, here, hold the reins. Well. Deal with the horse, because, you know, that's not me. He pays him money. God, I can't remember what happened two days ago. This poor man. <laughs> Me? You're never going to get the truth from a person if you pay them money. That better not be poetry. And I use the term poetry very loosely. Very, very loosely. That plant is really ugly. It is really sad. I can't wait for it to die. Russ is getting a bit passive aggressive and I'm here for it. <laughs> but can Ross be happy? That was convincing. <laughs> the implication there is mm. I blame you. This is so awkward. I know, right? So tense right now. Oh, God. I feel icky. <laughs> Everybody's marriage has fallen apart. Mm-hmm. Marriages are falling apart, but the bow in George's hair is always miraculously intact. It is immaculate. I think it should be named one of the seven wonders of the world. 
It's a feat of engineering. <laughs> I don't know, Elizabeth. What could he possibly be jealous of? It's not as if you're hiding something. Mm-hmm. Have they? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's going to kill him. <laughs> Oh, God. So we're oh, coming up Lord. towards the end of the episode, which means there's going to be uh-huh. some kind of cliffhanger. And the fact that it's probably going to involve Ozzy makes me so scared. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Don't use scripture to justify this. So is he like writing down what he's planning to do? Because that seems really stupid. Yeah. Oh, what's this? People? It's a people. Very well lit, people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, watch that candle, dude. How did he just notice the people? What is this? Who has a bookcase as a wall? I know, right? Oh, thank God we're keeping it PG-13 with the Hairbrushing. Yes. Although, you know, Ozzy can turn hairbrushing into an X-rated activity. Oh, thank Jeebus. Oh, Lord. Wow. I still can't get over that we've got Veruca Salt. (laughs) What are the chances of that? (laughs) I want it now! I want it now! The fact that she has the exact same face... Just appear, appears to be like half a foot taller, makes this even creepier. <laughs> I wonder how long it was between productions. It doesn't appear to be very. Probably not too much. Probably not too much. Wow. Okay. I'm feeling so many feelings. <laughs> what 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 feelings are you feeling, just, my just dear? Disgusted by Ozzy. Uh, horrified by Demelza. Like for once in my life, I feel like. I'm on Team Ross, which is strange. <laughs> wow. Wow. This, wow. Is, this is new. What is this how, feeling? How does it, how does it feel? <laughs> I, I'm not comfortable with it. It probably won't last. I am feeling a little shook. A little shook. 
by just how flirt flirtatiously flirty things got so fast. So quickly. You know? Is it believable? And I don't know. I mean, Ross, it was it was very interesting to see how quickly Ra the penny dropped for Ross. <laughs> you know, he walks into his uh his uh living room for lack of a better word, and it was like all of a sudden the light bulb went on. <laughs> like bing like, oh. That feels yeah. way too self aware. I've gotta say, like <laughs> Normally, Ross is just kind of now, oblivious. But, but you have to remember that in at this point in their marriage, you know, Ross has had his infidelity and he is um, still fairly contrite about that. Um, and I think, you know, book version Ross... Uh, is much more aware um, than what we saw in the modern adaptation. Modern ad adaptation, the, the there's like a giant question mark that just hovers. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing or nope. what, what's happening. Um, nope. But I think like even in the book, it takes him a little bit longer to twig. I think it's uh, not until a couple meetings later, like when he's at Falmouth's house, isn't it, that he twigs it. But, you know, this is fine. I loved the passive yeah. aggressiveness. He's just like, <laughs> he bought you a flower, huh? What's that about? <laughs> hmm? But uh, no, I, one of the things that I also noticed was when... Uh, Armitage was asking Ross if he knew anything about the um, the whole by-election and, you know, who Bassett was going to be putting up. You know, Ross basically denied knowing anything about it. And Demelza, you know, they, they did a quick cut to Demelza, who's just kind of looking at Ross like, wait a second. So who knows how they're going to wind up. Uh, playing all of this, you know, in the long run. Anyhow, I enjoyed the episode. I thought, I thought it was, a, I thought it was a good episode. I think it started off quite slowly, but towards the end, mm -hmm. like when you get into the rhythm of all the different storylines, I was like, yes, yeah, yeah, uh huh. Basically, as um, soon as Rowella showed up, you were like, whoa, <laughs> what is this gonna be about? <laughs> We've got uh, a couple of things in the mailbox. Uh, the first is uh, from Anonymous. Uh, none of you seem so poldark. Uh, originated? Is that what? Orienting? Ori Maybe ori oriented, oriented, I'm guessing. Uh, lately, not like you used to. Yeah, not like you used to be before Series 3 anyway. I defo noticed a shift after Series 3. We are in the poll drought now, I know. But before you seemed so... You seemed more poldarky. Um... It's all good. I get it. Work commitments, fan lack of interest, maybe differences in opinions from fans can get too intense to which is silly uh, because it's a show. <laughs> <laughs> can say that again. <laughs> uh huh. So, uh, you know, I'm still a huge Poldark fan. 
But I don't know about you, Michelle, but I find that after I pour out my fangirl energy into this podcast, I feel pretty spent, you know, as far as Poldark is concerned. Mm -hmm. I've probably spent a couple hundred hours on editing alone, so the fact that I still want to continue talking about this show is a damn miracle. (laughs) Preach it, girl! Um, You know, and uh, Anonymous mentioned, you know, work commitments, etc. You know, as some of you know, I've had a crap ton of real life slapped me upside the head ever since my return from England last uh, September. Um, so I haven't had as much time to dedicate towards my pole dark addiction as I have in the past. Uh, you know, that said, uh, I am still completely obsessed with the show. Um, I've been turning um, on converts at the office (laughs) so so it's been a lot of fun uh getting folks excited there and then uh talking with them about the show so uh while i may not be doing it much online it is happening in real life um but yeah i think that that you know as we get closer to the um airing of series five and you know we start getting some sneak peeks or, or more sneak peeks of what they've um, had in store for uh, the the final series uh, that that things will start ramping up. So don't worry, we're still here <laughs> and we're not going anywhere. <laughs> Unfortunately for us. <laughs> so uh, um, our next question was also from anonymous. They said, "Did you know that Winston Graham also wrote Marnie, which was made into a movie by Alfred Hitchcock?" Uh, starring Sean Connery. It's been made into an opera too, and it's showing on PBS here in St. Louis in April. I did know that about Marnie, but I have not seen it. Yeah, me neither. Um, And I love the fact that it's been made into an opera. (laughs) I feel like everything's been made into an opera recently. Like, Jerry Springer (laughs) is where I, uh, I drew the line. Um... No, I I would love to hear more about uh, the the opera production. I and I am I'm assuming that that's a local thing that it's going to be showing um in April. But I'm going to check the PBS listings and see whether or not uh, it may be airing elsewhere because I think that would be a lot of fun to watch. Um, and you know I love Sean Connery, so might have to try and see if. Marnie is available on uh, streaming somewhere and uh, give it a whirl. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Next Anonymous uh, is uh, 2.06. Was not the best of eps so far, but I think it's because we now have the hawk-like predator. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Um, I do not like this man, and I cannot see what Dee saw in him at all. She is happy with Ross. I know it happens but it's about self-control, too. Our Demelza in the new series was unhappy, so it made more sense. Anyway, it's all good. Um, think in this version she only kisses him? Ooh, we'll have to see. Really? That'll be interesting. Um, I don't really see him as being a predator in this version. I think in this version it's coming off across like she's giving as good as she's getting. Yeah. I agree with you. So, I mean, Hughes Hughes putting the interest out there, but you know, it's not like 
she is going nothing. She's sing she's singing a whole song about how she- she's saying no. I'm sorry, no. <laughs> <laughs> Although she did pull her hand away from his when he... Yeah, because her husband was coming in the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, we shall see. Thanks for the heads up. I, can we can we hope and pray that's all that happens? But somehow I don't I think, think so. I think Demelz is way too horny for him. Oh! Oh! Really? Well, she's not in love with him. Like, this is what it is. It is just, like, lust. And I don't get it, because he ain't that cute, okay? Yeah. Alrighty. Well, thank you very much. Um, Our next anonymous uh, has to say uh, she's going to watch this show tonight, uh, just so I can remember what you are laughing at. (laughs) (laughs) Most things. Uh, Yes. Uh, Rita is so naughty, but I love it. She does make me laugh. Do you remember the Pied Piper on American TV in the 60s? They dressed just like him, lol. Uh, Love his song at the beginning with Come with me, come with me, or come with me, come and see all the wonders of the world. He used to have a bag of tricks. There was a glass window behind him, and he told a story while looking through the window. He he reminds me of Sam Carn. Uh, I can't say I remember the Pied Piper on um, American TV, uh, but I was uh, a very wee little lass at that time. So um, that may have been something that that, uh, came before I was kind of cognizant of television and all the joys that it brings. That seems super creepy, though. (laughs) I associate anything with Pied Piper to R. Kelly now, so everything is tainted. Oh, oh no. Because no. he sings the words Pied Piper a lot in his music, and oh. nobody saw this coming, which is, by the way. Which is stupid. I, we were all been, so dumb. What were we thinking? It, it's all been right there. It's all been right there. You can't have all of these run-ins with with the the law in this kind of situation and not wind it coming. Not have it wind up and bite you in the ass. So, ugh. Okay, so, time for our favorite part of the show. Yes! Paul Doc News! Paul Doc News! Uh, congrats to Aiden Turner on his What's On Stage Award. He won the Best Actor in a Play Award for his performance in The Lieutenant of Inishmore, uh, beating out fellow Paul Dark Anum, Kyle Soller. Uh, Francis just can't catch a break. (laughs) (laughs) But well done, Aiden, and very much well-deserved. Congratulations. Yes! And also, Eleanor Tomlinson's LA Theatre Works performance of A Room With A View came to an end, but it was a great success. It sold out. Everyone I've seen writing about it was nothing but glowing, so yay. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I hope she's able to do more stage work. Because I think that she would just she would be just brilliant, just brilliant. And I didn't realize, but the same guy who was George in the movie was in the play, and I really? was shook. He looks completely different now. It's like kind of disappointing. <laughs> wow! So George, you know, you said in the movie George wore leggings. The guy that we've been no, calling um, Dracula, the character I can't remember his last name in Room with a View. 
that her love interest basically from oh. the movie with Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, from yeah. like the eighties, I think it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was really Sean, hot back then. Was but... it Sean Bean? No, no, not Sean Bean. What's his name? Oh, we'll look it up. But I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he was stupid hot, smoking hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that at you know the local art little the local arts movie theater um, in Seattle back when it came out. I think I was in uh, either early college or late high school at that point, and you know we were all just like, oh, baby, <laughs> yeah, he was he was very 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 hot. So anyway. So, what's going on with recommendations? Recommendations. Okay. So, last week I read uh, One Day She'll Darken, The Mysterious Beginnings of Fauna Hodel, which is like this incredible true story of a lady whose teenage mother put her up for adoption with this impoverished black mother in the 1950s. And she grew up thinking she was mixed-raced, despite being blue-eyed, pale as hell, and ginger. <laughs> oh, wow. So, wow. Okay. There was some level of delusion going on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she goes on this long journey to find her real mother, and eventually she learns uh, she was white all along. What do you know? <laughs> wow. And that's not even, like, the biggest shock about her biological family. The Hodels are pretty famous in their own right now because of uh, George Hodel, Fauna's, quote, grandfather. I'm putting that in quotation marks because we (laughs) don't know. Um, Is one of the suspected murderers of the Black Dahlia. Oh my gosh, I heard about that. Also, along with several other women, he may have killed. Uh, and yeah. Fauna's m- mother was involved in an incest trial and claims that George, her father, used her as one of his many sex slaves. Oh, God. The whole family is just a huge clusterfuck. And if you want to know more, <laughs> I recommend the new podcast called Root of evil that is produced by fauna's daughters and i guess you can watch i am the knight which is a mini series that recently aired on uh-huh. tnt based on the novel but in my opinion kinds of ruined it by introducing chris pine because he's just what? this random ass white guy that's not connected to the story and never existed <laughs> <sighs> and like you're getting into the scene and then suddenly it cuts to chris pine and you're like you don't exist why are you here <laughs> so yeah if you're interested in this oh, crazy story I would, I would i would i would give it a go it's fun oh wow that sounds amazing that sounds really amazing and you know i'm such a podcast junkie these days um i'll definitely check out root of evil because this sounds really fascinating do it then talk do to it. me about it because it is fucking crazy. That family. <laughs> I feel so bad for everybody there. Wow. Okay. I will I will definitely check it out. Um because I have a commute from hell, so that would be that'll be fun. Um let's see. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, I wound up watching a documentary the other night about Quincy Jones. It's called 
Quincy, <laughs> uh, directed by his daughter Rashida Jones. Um, and it is fascinating. Uh, if you want to um, get a uh, solid two-hour dose of uh, black music in America uh, and the uh, amazing life journey that Quincy Jones has had um, over the last... Um, eight decades uh absolutely check it out it is phenomenal uh my family actually had a connection uh with quincy jones uh, my dad was uh, very good friends with uh, quincy's younger brother and so uh, i remember having the opportunity to go over to um the younger brother's house with my family for a, a kind of big barbecue and Quincy was there with his uh, wife at the time, Peggy Lipton. Um, and they had just, they either just had Rashida and she was there just as a wee tiny, tiny baby. Um, or it was um, her elder sister. I can't quite remember um, as far as the, the timing was concerned, but um I had grown up listening to Quincy Jones's music, uh, and so I knew very, I knew very clearly who he was. Um, had enjoyed uh, listening to his music, and I think I was maybe nine, I think nine or ten at the time, um, and so I had wanted to get a record signed by him. But as soon as I walked in the door, I went into Michelle is being seriously shy mode, Aww. which is usually the what I do whenever I'm around um, a celebrity. Um, and so I basically hid behind my dad's back uh, the entire time, <laughs> um, which, you know, of course, I thought I was being very sneaky, but it was quite noticeable. <laughs> um, and so finally uh, managed to get a um, an album signing. Actually, he signed two. And uh, he nicknamed me Super Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it was it was lovely to watch this documentary about uh, an incredibly talented, complicated uh, man. Uh, and uh, during the course of the the show, he winds up having a couple of of health um, problems during the 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 filming of the show and that that struck a little close to home <clears throat> uh for me um uh, because i've had <clears throat> excuse me i've had um some um issues with my own father who fell um and had a very serious fall um just as i was about to come back from england and wound up uh in the hospital and rehab for several months and, uh, you know, if you are aware of kind of what winds up happening um, after a fall like that, um, you know, when you reach a certain age, um, those kinds of things can be deadly. And um, they, they don't, they, they, it's hard to bounce back from that. And so, um, you know, I mentioned earlier that I've, I've had a bucket of real life come smack me in the head and, and uh, that is 
quite a bit of of what is occupying my time now. So um, anyway, I didn't mean to get this deep all of a sudden. God. Um, but uh, do watch the, the show. It's an absolute celebration of uh, a man who uh, worked behind the scenes of some of the most popular um, music of the late 20th century, uh, including Michael Jackson's Off the Wall, Thriller, and Bad Albums. Um, he is the producer. He's the man behind uh, that record. And you'll learn about how all of that came together um, and turned Jackson into a megastar. So, anyhow, watch it. It's awesome. He's kind of like <laughs> Black Forest Gump in the way that he has touched every yeah. aspect of, like, 20th century. Yeah. Like, almost every genre imaginable, mm -hmm. he was at the forefront yeah. of it. And I, like, only really had, like, a clue about his work with Michael Jackson and the more recent mm -hmm. stuff, so... It was like crazy to go back and see how influential he was, like in, in jazz and everything. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Wow, he's been around oh, yeah. a fuck yeah. ton." I mean, he he was the man conducting uh, the Count Basie Orchestra, which backed up Frank Sinatra back in the yeah. day. So you know that he was he was doing all of these arrangements. Uh, the song "Fly Me to the Moon" when he was like fourteen <laughs> as well. It's like what? But, uh, you know, like, you should yeah. be in school, you know, <laughs> massive songs like Fly Me to the Moon, you know, Quincy was involved in, in arranging that. And, uh, you know, and then if you uh, move a little further forward in, in time, um, you know, he starts doing more and more um, composing for television and movies. And, you know, so you start seeing his name pop up in the credits, uh, you know, for you know, movies like um, In the Heat of the Night. Um, what else? Oh, he did the, the television shows Ironside and Sanford and Sons. Um, you know, and, and those are like iconic sounding um, um, tunes that, you know, I'm sure have been sampled dozens of times. Uh, by uh, newer artists. Uh, it, it's just incredible. And at the end of the movie, you know, you've seen all of the various things that he's done and he's talked about the, the stuff that, that has happened in his life. Um, at the end, they basically give you kind of a, a, a roll call of his accomplishments and you just sit there staring at the screen with your jaw on the floor uh, when you think about all of the things that, that he's done. I mean, I think he's he's been nominated for over 70 uh, Grammys. Wow! Not surprising. And he's won uh, probably um, a third of those, maybe. He's one of, he's one of 18 uh, people that have an EGOT. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, watch it. It's awesome. There was like, the, there's like a scene where they're like standing around in... I think in his house. Yes. And there's just like casual discs like on the wall and you're like, is that an Oscar? Yeah, and you know, it's like, <laughs> it's oh crazy. my gosh, you know, these shadow boxes that are, you know, like filled with Grammys and yeah, it's it's totally awesome. Totally awesome.
So that is my recommendation for the week. Let's see. Oh, uh, we yeah, and ask about something. Yeah, we got a Rex. Yeah, we got um got one in the mailbag. Um, have you uh, have you watched Abducted in Plain Sight? Oh my God, yes. Um, it was good, but it so annoyed me. What planet were the girls' parents on? Uh, they were that naive and innocent-minded. They also seemed quite sexually frustrated as a couple themselves <laughs> to both give in to this monster of a man. I wanted to jump into the TV and shake the girl's parents. They let her down big time. Uh, yeah. Have you seen that one, Rita? Not yet. Oh, my God. But yeah, I, I, I need to be in the right frame of mind, yes. I assumed. Yeah, it's it's one of those where you will just sit there, again, staring at the television with your jaw on the floor, uh, going, what the actual fuck? <laughs> what, what is going on and how on earth did this happen? But you have to think about it. The man was a master manipulator, a master manipulator. You know, sociopaths are extremely skilled at being able to use information um, to their benefit. And that is the case with this horrible, horrible man. Um, and, uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a very good documentary, but, uh, you, you might want to have a, a glass or two of wine, uh, at the ready, uh, so that, you know, you can kind of calm your nerves, but yeah, it's, it's a good one. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, by the way, uh, I watched the man who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot movie, um, and I was disappointed with it. Very slow, and Aiden had very few lines. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the, the nature of uh, being uh, the focus of a flashback version of the main, you know, the, the older actor, that um, chances are you're not going to have a whole lot of lines. But um, I think one of the things that I found so compelling was um, how he set the stage for how Sam Elliott's character winds up kind of coming to be and living his life. You know, you see how all of that happened. And, you know, Aiden uh, really portrayed the, the younger version <clears throat> of Colin, I think is the character's name, I think, um, extremely well. I'm sorry you didn't like it. Um, it is, um, it, it's not, <clears throat> God, what is going on with my throat? It's not for everybody. It's not for everybody, but, um, you know. Hey, it can't be as bad as mortal instruments. Am I right? Oh. Am I right? Oh, dear God, no. Dear God, no. I still love you, Lily Collins. It's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I, I watched that once just, you know, because... Aiden and uh, was like, okay, I've seen it. Don't have to see it ever again. And thank you all for never producing a sequel. <laughs> but the, yeah, there are there are there are stories that could be told about that whole situation. But that's another show. <laughs> that's that's another show. That's 
all from us this time, but on next week's podcast, we'll be watching episode 207 of the 1970s version. As ever, if you want to contact us, then email us at podarkfancast at gmail.com or head over to our blog at podarkfancast.tumblr.com and click on the message page. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram at podarkfancast and rate and review us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts to help us reach new listeners. Okay, thank you everyone. Bye-bye. Bye!